This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, before we talk real estate here, I just got to give kudos to all the emails that I got on April Fool's Day pranks. I think I have a winner. I think I really do. Uh, This comes uh, to us from Ken from Vancouver. Ken said, today I helped my identical twin brother prank his coworkers at his office. I sat at his desk pretending to do work and nobody clued in until my brother actually waltzed in and then had a loud conversation with a co-conspirator. And only then, he said, did the people around the cubicle realize that there were two of us. And he said the best reaction was downstairs where the receptionist literally did a big double take after getting fooled. His expression was priceless. Ken, I wish I had seen that because that would have been fantastic. Good one. Uh, Simi at cknw.com if you want to keep those coming. There's some really good stories out there. Uh, Let's talk about real estate. And unfortunately, this is not an April Fool's Day prank. The situation does not look good uh, in the month of March for Greater Vancouver home sales. According to Steve Soretsky, he's crunched the numbers and he says we had the worst March than we have had since 1986. And Steve Soretsky joins us now, realtor with Sutton West Coast in Vancouver. Hi, Steve. Hey, thanks for having me on. Well, you crunched the numbers. You tell me what you found. Yeah, so just looking at uh, historical data, I sort of had to go through an uh, old database just to, to, to kind of go back that far. But uh, yeah, it looks like March sales figures. I know the board will probably release those, um, I guess, is tomorrow or, or the third or whatever. But uh, yeah, it looks like there's the fewest home sales we've had uh, across all property types since March of 1986. Okay. And it was that for everything, as you were saying, like single, like detached single homes, the whole thing? Yeah. So like if you take like single family home sales combined with like condos, townhouses, duplexes, so all basically all, all property types across greater Vancouver, uh, region. It was, uh, yeah, fewest home sales with just over 1,700 sales. Was that all across the region or were some areas worse than others? Uh, that was all across the region. So that's like the Real Estate Board of Greater Vancouver, like the the area that they collect. So it's basically like, you know, Vancouver, Richmond, Burnaby, uh, like all the Coquitlam, all those areas sort of combined uh, into, into one. So, yeah. Okay. Um, with with yeah, your expertise there, when you look at that, Steve, what does that tell you? What's happening out there? Uh, well, it seems to be obviously more widespread. I mean, like, you know, I think the, the, the fallacy that, you know, people were under the impression that it was only going to be concentrated in the single-family housing market. And certainly that's been, like, the hardest-hit market. But uh, even if you to take uh, March home sales just specifically for condos, which are obviously more affordable uh, for your for your local person, uh, you know, those hit an 18-year low. So it was the worst March uh, since 2001 just for condo sales as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think just a broad-based slowdown that's really stemmed from the top, right? I mean, if detached houses continue to correct, I mean, that obviously will eventually trickle into the condo market. And, right. and that's what we're seeing is, is prices, whether you're looking to buy a $4 million house in the west side or you're trying to buy a one-bedroom condo uh, in the city, uh, you know, they're all seeing price pressure and prices coming lower. Yeah, what is the discrepancy then between list price and what these properties are actually selling for? Uh, it's Honestly, it's all over the place. I think that's one of the biggest problems. I mean, there's a reason why there's so few sales. And it's basically buyers are wanting discounts they feel that the, you know obviously the market has softened quite a bit and, and they want they don't want to pay top dollars and you have a lot of sellers that are emotionally stuck on sort of older prices and yeah. and there's this disconnect between what 
you know, what buyers are willing to pay and what sellers are asking. And that's really why you have no sales. So do you think there are buyers out there, but they're just not willing to pay the prices that the sellers are putting out there? Yeah, for sure. There's definitely like a lot of buyers in the sidelines. It's just, uh, I mean, this is sort of typical. It's not like a Vancouver thing. If you go back and look at any other housing correction that's happened, uh, you know, things always shape up like this is always a, a dry, dried up in, in sales volumes. And, and it just takes a long time because people are emotionally attached to their home values, right? Everybody thinks that their house is worth, you know, more than, than what it probably is real to be worth. And, and so it's just coming over those sort of that emotional state to get them down to, to real thick prices. Right. If this continues though, Steve, if we continue to see such few sales out there in the market, does that, do you think eventually create some pent up demand? Uh, yeah, but I mean, I think the problem is, is realistically, you know, unfortunately, and, and it's just the reality of the case is there's a, there's a knock on effect to having a 33 year low in home sales. Uh, and that's going to come with a, a slow, a significant slowdown in the economy. Uh, you know, we're certainly seeing that in the real estate sector, in the construction sector, I can tell you housing starts are, have already started to drop off and they will take a significant drop off this year because developers are having a tough time. Um, hitting pre-sale targets in order to actually get off the ground. So um, I think with that, uh, you know, you'll probably see some slack in the labor market as well. Okay, so you think that's now we're finally going to see that? Because it seemed to me that the market seemed to be like hanging in there and hanging in there. People kept thinking it was going to turn around. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like I you know, speak specifically for, for detached sellers uh, that, you know, have been sort of holding out, holding out, holding out, you know, thinking that, uh, you know, fall 2018 was going to be the time that they were going to have a household. And then it was like, okay, well, let's wait for the spring market. Well, we, you know, we're in the first month here at the spring market. And, and uh, you know, 33 or low is, is obviously not an encouraging sign for, for people trying to sell. Right. So does it look, does that seem, when you look at the next couple of months, though, do you think it's going to stay low? Yeah. I mean, real, estate's, uh, real estate is very sticky. Like once there's a trend in place, that trend is, is in place. It's not like a stock market where... You know, it fluctuates yeah. on a month-to-month basis. Uh, so particularly, we have the same policy backdrop, right? You have a stress test that's in place. There's no desire to remove that. Uh, BC government is intent on keeping their policies in place. So there really isn't any sort of regime shift coming uh, that signifies why the housing market should all of a sudden reignite. Do you, When you look at those different mechanisms then that were put in place, is it the stress test, do you think, the federal rules that made the biggest difference? I think it's just honestly, like, we can't pinpoint it and say it's one thing. I think it's just a multitude of factors. Uh, you have, like, a global economic slowdown. Uh, you've had higher interest rates. I mean, you know, Canadian debt service payments are at record highs. So you, and then you have, you know, so you have the Chinese money pulling back. You have mortgage stress tests. You have EC government uh, taxes, uh, which so I think all of those factors combined uh, are obviously weighing on the housing market. So in any area, did you see any kind of a bright spot? Uh, well, I would say like, you know, like, I mean, realistically, you know, as most people I think can attest to is in terms of like price declines and like real slowness, like, yes, we have an 18 year low in condo sales. Um, but there's still like pockets that are obviously performing better than other ones. So like price declines basically range anywhere from 10% down from the peak to 40%. So, uh, one bedroom condo in the city is probably down 10, 12% from its peak price a year ago. Uh, whereas the declines can be as bad as 40% for a, a luxury home in West Vancouver. So it really ranges anywhere, uh, you know, between there, right? I mean, like a house in East Vancouver 
but the basement suite hasn't corrected as much as, say, again, like a luxury house on the west side has. Right. Okay. So it's all over the map is what you're saying. Yeah, it's all over the map. I think there's a real like price discovery thing here. I think the thing that I find interesting is you have houses. I mean, like I said, you have houses in like West Vancouver. They're down, you know, 30, 35, 40%. Uh, and then you have like maybe a 10% correction in like Langley and Abbotsford. Um, you know, to me, that doesn't really make sense to have houses priced at a million dollars in Abbotsford when you can get a house you know, on the east side of Vancouver for one3 Right. So that, that correction still has to, so all those rises that we saw in the suburbs, then you think those still have to come down. Yeah, exactly. And to be honest, I mean, uh, the reality is, is it's, it is pretty much widespread across BC. So like, you know, I speak with clients and realtors, you know, across, across the province and you look at uh, Victoria, for example, like the, the, you know, Vancouver Island is their sales volumes have completely dried up as well, but their prices haven't moved yet. So you still have like, really high inflated prices over there, yet the Vancouver housing market is, is under uh, quite a significant price correction. So I think all these markets are just sort of adjusting, um, you know, as we, as we go, right. sort of. All right. Well, Steve, thank you so much for your time. Always a pleasure. Thanks a lot. Appreciate that. That's Steve Soretsky, realtor with Sutton West Coast in Vancouver.